Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ya ayyuhal muslimun. To the long-time listener and first-time visitor, we welcome you to this episode. Now without further ado, let's get into it. Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih, kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudha. Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا مرحبا بكم الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah Imam Uthaymeen, rahimahullahu ta'ala, and I really want everyone to pay very close attention because what we want to cover in this episode is we want to cover a key concept that is related to our success, a key concept that is related to our success and our practice of the religion. So anyone who wants to be religious, anyone who is striving to practice their religion, then this is a concept that you really want to Make sure that your actions embody. Bithnilahi ta'ala. Naam? Okay. So Imam Uthaymeen, rahimullahu ta'ala, he mentions, he says, إِذَا جَاءَ الْخَبْرُ مِنَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَرَسُولِهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ That when news comes to you from Allah and from His Messenger, صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فَصَدِّقْهُ Then believe it. Submit unto it. Naam? This is very important. We have to believe in it. The Imam goes on to say, uh, and accept it. Take it and accept it. What Taslim and submit unto it. This is how we are to be as Muslims. So and, and I really want to stress this point. If you want to be religious, if you want to be upon your deen, if you want to be upright upon your deen, if you want to be a practicing Muslim, practicing in a manner that is correct then we have to believe in that in which Allah Ta'ala and His Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they informed us of. So when we learn about aspects of our religion, when we learn about things that have a direct impact upon our daily life, then we have to, one, believe it. Two, we have to, what, accept it. Three, we have to submit unto it. So if we were to go over it, when news comes to us from Allah and from His Messenger, there are three steps. The first step is we have to believe in it. Then we have to accept it, and we have to submit unto it. Naam. The Shaykh, he says, وَلَا تَقُلْ لِمَا And don't say, why? وَكَيْفْ Don't say, how? Okay? When it comes to us, we say what? We believe in it. سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا We hear, we obey. We believe it, we accept it, we submit unto it. Naam. This is the reality. This is If you want to be religious, if you want to be a good Muslim, if you want your heart to be pure, this is how it is. That verse comes to you from the book of Allah, you believe in it. You accept it and you submit unto it. You don't say how, you don't say why. When it comes to you, a hadith from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and it's clear this hadith is a hadith that is sound. It's authentic. Naam. It is sahih. Then what do we do? We believe in it. We accept it. 
We submit unto it. This is the only way that we are going to be successful and gain success. This is the only way that we are going to be upright upon our religion. There is no other path to being upright upon the religion except that when the command from Allah and his messenger come, we believe in it. We take it. We, we hold on to it. We accept it. We submit unto it. We have to submit ourselves to the commands when they come. We have to accept them. We have to believe in them. Because this is the way of the believers. And to say how, to say why, this is not from the way of the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his noble book, he says, وَمَا كَانَ لِلْمُؤْمِنَ It is not befitting for a believing man nor a believing woman. I want you to listen up right now, okay? It is not befitting for a believing man nor a believing woman. That when Allah and His Messenger have ruled in an affair, and I want you, I want us all to really think about this and to really contemplate over the meaning of this verse. And I want us to look at it in light of our daily life, our day to day. When there comes a ruling from Allah and His Messenger on a particular thing, maybe that is the manner in which we dress. There's a ruling on how we are to dress appropriately. We have guidance. When it comes to us, a ruling as relates to the particular type of profession that we are to go into, how we are to conduct ourselves in business, how are we going to conduct ourselves, and what, what jobs are permissible, Naam, so on and so forth. We have to look at it because we have a ruling from Allah. We have a ruling from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, what are, we, what are we to do? Go back to the three, right? Correct. We want to look at it as it relates to our food. There are things that are going to be presented to us to eat. There's a ruling from Allah and a ruling from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it relates to that, to that food, whether it's permissible or not. So we have to what? Go back to the three. Correct. Naam, go back to the three steps. Correct? All right. So there are going to be different things that come up in our life. So I want us to look at this. Anything that we encounter on our in our daily life, then I want us to keep this verse in our mind because there's going to be a ruling from Allah and from His Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as relates to that particular thing. So when we see that, when that situation comes up, when we're in that situation and confronted with an affair, then we have to go back to the three steps. Correct? Okay. Now, Allah Ta'ala goes on to say that what? That when there comes to the believing man, that it is not befitting for the believing man, nor the believing woman, that once Allah and his messenger have ruled in an affair, and Allah Ta'ala, he uses the nakira, amran, any affair, whether it's big or whether it's little, whether it's related to your religion or related to your worldly life, whether it's related to how you interact with people, whether, 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 what you keep going on and on and on and on. Any affair, naam, any affair, that when Allah Ta'ala and His Messenger have given a ruling in any affair, that it is not befitting for the Muslim man nor the Muslim woman. Let's be more specific because Allah Ta'ala, He says, the mu'min wa mu'mina, the believing man and the believing woman, those who have iman, that it is not befitting for them 
when a ruling comes from Islam, his messenger Allah Ta'ala says, that they will have any say-so or any option, any opinion. That they will have anything to say, any type of opinion, any type of objection as relates to their ruling. So when the ruling comes, it's not befitting for us to now sit back and say, how come? And I'm not saying how come from a standpoint of a person wants to understand the wisdom and learn so that they could better implement. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the how come that is obstinate. Why? Why I got to do that for? How come? Now, almost as if to say, until you make it make sense, I'm not going to listen. Huh? It's like that? Why? Explain it. As if to say, if your explanation is not uh, befitting or reach, reaches my level and my standard of, of, of acceptability, I'm going to reject it. No, it's not befitting. This is Allah saying this. This is the promise of Allah saying this. Once you know it has been confirmed, this is what Allah has said, that's it. There's no argument. There is no questioning. Once it has been confirmed that this is what the Prophet وسلم, he said, that's it. There's no arguing. There is no questioning. There's no room for your opinion and your take on the matter. Not at all. Naam. So Allah Ta'ala, he says, let's go back. That it is not befitting for the Muslim man, nor for the believing man, naam, excuse me, for the believing man, nor the believing woman, that once Allah and his messenger have ruled in an affair, that they will have any <clears throat> option or any um, argument as relates to that particular affair. And then Allah Ta'ala, he goes on to remind us of the dire consequences of a person who does not believe in it, accept it, and submit. Allah Ta'ala, he says, وَمَنْ يَعْصِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدَ ضَلَّ ضَلَالًا مُبِينًا And whoever has disobeyed Allah and disobeyed his messenger, then they will have gone clearly astray. Naam? This is ضَلَالًا مُبِينًا This is going astray in the clearest of manner. There is no ambiguity. There is no, well, maybe he's astray. Maybe she's astray. No, clearly astray. Naam? You, you, you know that Allah Ta'ala tells you to, 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 to be like this, and then you don't listen. You do opposite. You're clearly astray as it relates to that affair. You know that this is a command from the Prophet wasallam, and you don't listen. You're going to do something else. Then, then you being astray in this affair is clear. There's no argument about this. There's no debate as it relates to you, you being astray. You are astray in this affair. Ma'am, the Prophet said do this and you're doing that. Allah Ta'ala told you to do this and you're doing that. Oh, you are clearly astray. Ma'am, there's no you know, room for debate, as, as they say. And this was the way of the Sahaba. The Sahaba, Shaykh Uthaymini mentions, and he brings a very, very good point. He mentions, he says, well, Sahaba, ma'am, the Sahaba, he said that the, 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 the companions, the messenger of Allah, the Prophet, وسلم, he used to speak to them. 
He used to say things unto them. He used to say certain things to them. That there were some things that he would say to them that perhaps it was strange unto them. Now, the Prophet وسلم, he used to say things sometimes to some of the companions that were strange to some of them. Now, uh, some things that were, the Shaykh says, it was far from their understanding. Because not everyone's the same. Okay? Not everyone's on the same level. So there were some things that the Prophet وسلم, he would say that perhaps at times there were some from the Sahaba who didn't understand it. It was strange unto them. It was far from their comprehension. The Shaykh says, but what did they do? Did they say, how come? Did they say, no, 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 wait. Make this make sense first? No. But rather, they accepted that with what? بالقبول. They ex they accepted it. They believed in it. They accepted it and they submitted to it. Naam. They didn't say, Lima, what cave? They didn't say, how come? Why? Naam. They didn't say, how come? Why? Explain it. Until I can understand it, I ain't doing it. Huh? No. They understood enough to know what was being said. They understood enough to be able to implement. They understood enough to be able to adopt a belief. But did they understand the intricacies and everything of it? No. Some of them. I'm not saying all of them. Some of them. Did they understand it? No. But what did they do? They accepted it. They accepted it. Because your understanding something is not a prerequisite for its acceptance. It's not that way, wait, wait. I got to understand it first. If you don't make it make sense to me, then I'm not going to accept it. No. The only thing that we're concerned is, did Allah say that? Yes. This is how it was understood by the by the companions? Yes. That's it. I believe in it. As it has come. Did the Prophet wasallam? did he say that? Yes. This hadith is sound? It's authentic? Yes. Okay, khalas. This is how the companions understood it? Yes. This is how they acted upon it? Yes. Okay, that's it. This is what I'm going to do. The way I'm, I'm going to implement it, the way that they implement it. I'm going to believe the way that they believed. That's it. That's all we need to know. Not understand the intricacies and the nuances and things and this and that until I get this and then I'm not going to accept it. Da-da-da. No, that's not what they did. That's not the way of the believer. As Allah Ta'ala, he tells us here in this ayah. And that aforementioned ayah, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention the, its reference. It could be found in Surah Al-Ahzab and it's verse 36. So Surah Al-Ahzab and it's verse number 36. And I encourage everyone to go back and to read that verse, inshallah ta'ala, to go back and to study the tafsir of that verse, inshallah ta'ala. And perhaps in another episode uh, in the future, bithnillahi ta'ala, we'll go over the tafsir of this ayah. Naam. But for now, I just want to lay down and share the concept with you. When I mean lay down, I mean share the concept with you, bithnillahi ta'ala. Naam. That when command comes, when the news comes from Allah and is from his messenger, we believe in it. We accept it and we submit unto it. We don't argue. We don't say how. We don't say why. And we don't try to reinterpret. Okay? And, and this is a very important concept and point that has to be mentioned. That the deen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the noble book, الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نَعْمَتِي وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمْ وَسْلَامَ دِينَ that on this day I have perfected for you your religion and completed my favor upon you 
and I'm pleased for you Islam as a religion. Now, so let me let me let me let me bring a prop in here for an example. Okay, you see this cup right here, right? You see this cup. Okay, in this cup right here, if we were to fill it perfectly, right? If we fill it to the brim, it's perfect. If you were to take something away from it, that makes it what? Imperfect. It's not perfect anymore. All right. If you were to add something to it and start to spill over, then what? No longer perfect. Correct? Right. So Allah Ta'ala tells us that he perfected our religion for us. Our religion is perfect. So it doesn't need anyone to add something to it. And it doesn't need anyone to take anything away from it. So this concept of we need to now reinterpret Islam. What do, you, what do you mean reinterpret Islam? We need to look at the the, the kitab and the sunnah and give to the new interpretation based upon the time frame that we live in. This is not a thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sent down the book. He sent down the sunnah, okay? Because Allah revealed the book and the sunnah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he explained it to us. The Prophet said, he left us upon that which is clear. His nighttime is like his day. His explanation is known. His explanation is already known. The Prophet وسلم, he explained it. So we don't need to bring another explanation. We don't need to reinterpret it. No, no way. The Prophet وسلم, he already what? He already explained it. He already told us what it means. It means what it means. So we don't have to look and search for a new meaning because there's no way possible. That you're gonna bring a meaning that Abu that the Prophet didn't know and think you're upon good. You're gonna bring a meaning that, that Abu Bakr didn't know and you think you're upon good. You're gonna bring a meaning that Umar didn't know, that Earthman didn't know, that Ali didn't know, Radiallahu ta'ala anhum. You're gonna bring a meaning that the Sahaba didn't know and think that you're upon good when Allah Ta'ala commands us to follow them. Allah Ta'ala sent the Prophet to us. So if the Prophet didn't know, do you think that you, you, you're going to bring a meaning that's that's alien to the Prophet and you're upon good? No. That means what? You're wrong. Because what the Prophet said, that's what it is. What, how the Sahaba understood it, that's what it is. Now, what Allah Ta'ala revealed, that's what it is. The Prophet whoever introduces into this, or whoever there's an action in this affair of ours which is not from it, it's rejected. And whoever introduces into this affair of ours, same thing, what? It's rejected. So, you can't bring anything new. Either, either, yani, if it was good, if it was good, they would have beaten us in doing it. Everything that we know what is Islam is because the Prophet taught the companions, the companions taught the Tabi'un, the Tabi'un taught the Etbat Tabi'in, so on and so forth until it reaches us right here now today. So who's going to come and say, oh, we need to change it, we need to reinterpret it, we need to you know, make it fit our time. What Allah revealed, what Allah revealed is a miracle. Why? Because it's appropriate and applicable to all times. Now, it's appropriate and applicable to all times. And it doesn't change because it's perfect. So the dean is not in need of reinterpretation. No. Anyone who says that the dean is, it needs to be reinterpreted, we need a new tafsir for the Quran. We need no explanation to the ahadith, something that is foreign 
that none of the companions ever spoke about, knew about anything like that. And even greater, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he didn't teach it because it wasn't revealed unto him. <laughs> so anyone who says that we need to reinterpret the deen is a person that needs to check themselves and they're the ones that are in need of rectification. They need to rectify themselves and they are the ones who need to believe, accept, and submit. Now, because what it is, is not according to what you think, but what it is, is according to what Allah sent down. That makes sense? Now, yeah, that makes sense. Inshallah ta'ala makes sense. Okay? Listen, this concept is a concept that is a must if we want to be successful. Now, there are other videos and other episodes that we have done that highlight some of these concepts. We'll leave some of them over here and that so yani, a person can go back into look a little more into this topic but hold on to your religion yeah muslim don't let people distract you don't let people misguide you don't let people lead you astray okay when it comes to your command from allah ta'ala hold on to it believe in it accept it and submit unto it illa liqa to next time we meet astaghfirukumullah والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته